Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode. I'm your host, Stephen G. Gaxiola, and you are listening to The Raider and the Saint. chance to walk out that door right now. <laughs> That's a good one, Todd. Good. That's what I wanted to hear. Because in this silver slice I have in here are 1,984 ounces of beer. Golden, delicious beer. And no one leaves here until we finish every single last drop. gonna go to uh today where are you guys gonna go eat you gonna go eat somewhere um well last well with my family last night um we were gonna go to this one place called wise guys pizzeria it's in orange wise guys how is well, it oh, i love pizza dude yo it's really good um this mailman of ours who well right now he's not in our route anymore he's not doing that route no longer um he recommended me this place over there in uh, orange and it's by uh, Chapman and I think Newport. It's almost by Santiago Canyon College. Okay. It's really good. I took my family there once. It was my sister's, my cousin's, and my uncle's birthday. So I decided to like, you know what? Just go in, take them out to eat for their birthdays. We went there, we ate, and bam, enjoyed it. One time I took a friend of mine too. What kind of pizza is it? Is it deep dish? Is it like New York style, I Chicago th- style? I think it's New York style. New York style. So it's real thin, yeah. thin crust. Thin crust. Wise guys. Is Wise it pretty guys. big inside? Um, It's like a little... Watch, oh, it's just like a hole in the wall? Yeah, hole in the wall type of thing. Oh. So it's like a little small... You know what you should try? Rose's Pizza. Rose's Pizza. Where's that at? It's in, off of, it's in Anaheim off of Lincoln uh-huh. and... What is that street? Monte Vista? Monte Vista. Mm-hmm. I think it's Monte. It's it's mm-hmm. basically Lincoln in the 57. Okay. And I've been going there for a long time since Dang. I was a little kid. They've, they've changed ownerships mm-hmm. and stuff, but uh, the pizza is really good. Mm. I mean, it's it's really good. It's not good the next day, but if it's right out of the oven, it's fresh. Right, it's right. good. I yeah. don't think any pizza is good the second day, huh? Nah, I don't think so. I just got to eat it right away, right away. Well, fuck it, man. You ready to get this podcast started? Fuck yeah. Let's do this. What is going on, folks? I hope everyone's doing well. Welcome to episode 54. Once again, I am your host, Stephen G. Gaxiola. Today's date is November 8th. The year is 2020. The last time I was on this podcast, I said we had 10 days till the election. 
We are now five days past the election. The results are in. You listen to this podcast now. You already know Joe Biden and Camelia Harris. Camelia Harris. Camelia Harris just won. Wait, wait, Kamala Harris. Kamala, Kamala, Camelia. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I think it's. I, I think it's Kamala. I Harris. don't even know. If she's. She says she's black. Some people said before she was American Indian or something like that. I heard something like that. I don't know. Anyways, congratulations. M- mixed emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm. I'm happy people got out, got out to vote. Mm-hmm. I'm excited that we all participated in the vote. But before I get to that, let me just finish this intro. Um, I want to thank my past guest, my homie, my longtime friend, Ramsey McKesey. Thank you, sir. It was an honor to have you on the podcast. It was a good podcast. It's always good to see you and catch up. You know, those memories that we created at a young age will always be with me. I look forward to seeing you again, man, getting you on the podcast. Maybe I could go to Alaska and do one in the snow with you or something. Also want to thank all my listeners from around the world. Thank you for tuning in. I know you guys tune in every week to see what's going on. I try to give you the latest news. I try to give you my perspective while my guests give you their perspective on on whatever we're talking about. This is year two, year two of podcasting. I'm reflecting the other day about how quick it went by of podcasting for a year, how, how, much I've grown and how my anxiety ha- ha- has diminished and my anger issues and my drug habits and everything that's bad in the world have diminished, if, if not disappeared by being out here and podcasting every week and getting guests on and being able just to have that freedom to be able to speak your mind and, and but being respectful. I try to be respectful on this podcast. I do get different people with, with different, um, uh, views and and it's an honor to be able to sit here across from them and have a a great conversation that there's there's no hostility there's no anger it's just that that's what's being human that that's what's being human is be able to have your own opinion there's a million opinions about who we were voting for right i'm going to vote for this person because of these views or i'm going to vote for this person because of these views it wasn't just one view for the whole world it was different different views or different opinions of what we voted for it. And that's what makes us human. You know, I, th- I think we should be respectful as far as how, how we treat each other. You know, it, you don't know what that person has been through. If you're sitting there arguing with them because they, they voted for Trump and you voted for Biden and you're getting angry, you don't know what that person went through. You don't know where they came from. You don't know what, what they're going through at the time. We got to just be respectful. So during this process, I know they're saying that the, the count was wrong and they want to recount. They're going Supreme Court and all that. Let's just be respectful during these times and 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 just be just be happy, man, that we live in the greatest country in the world and the world is watching us. And let's let's fight with the with with the law and, and use the law for whatever we need it to do. We don't need to go out there and and bear arms and, and take down capitals and. And, and do mass shootings, you know, I don't think anything like that's going to happen, but, you know, there are, are a lot of angry people, and look at man, we still got the Senate, we got the House, we got people, We it's still a structure, this isn't a dictatorship, okay, this isn't Kim Jong-un that just got voted in, we we have someone in there that has experience, that has experience. but other than that, man, I'm going to get straight to it, because I know this guest wants to get in on this conversation, my today's guest is a good friend of mine, he is the UPS store manager, that I deliver to in beautiful Santa Ana, California. He is a newly 
hired UPSer. He wants to be a driver. And uh, I invited him on the show recently, and he kindly obliged and said, yeah, let's do it. So once again, I want to thank my uh, guest today, Eric Sanchez. Eric Sanchez, my friend, welcome to the show. How are you? Going good. Going good. That's cool, <laughs> Thank you man. for having me in no, here. No, no, it's all good, man. You, Podcast. Yeah, anybody can come on the show, man. If you want to come on the show, just, just come on the show. And I had a cancellation again, mm-hmm. It was a bit, but it was respectful because I got two weeks notice. Mm-hmm. And so I know that you wanted to come on the show. Well, actually, you were supposed to come with two other people, but they flaked. Yeah. They're probably celebrating uh, Biden's win, probably, right? No, actually, um, one of the girls, she started to feel sick, and I noticed that yesterday. Most and people the, feel sick right before a podcast. And then also the other one, she was at a party in Marino Valley, but she had no ride back. So she wouldn't, she wouldn't be able you to should have did it. Got her an Uber. I should have, or I should have at least. You're the just... manager at the store, dude. <laughs> you got to make these calls. Right. No, it's all good. Yeah, I got you here, but man. At least, yeah. So tell us a little bit about what you do at the UPS store. So at the UPS store, mainly I just do pack, ship, open up mailboxes, like for kind of like a PO boxes, but it's not a PO box. This is a real street address. Um, managing, I just got. It's been a year that I've been doing managing at the store. I started managing since last October. And well, well, how do you like doing it? Little by little, I mean, it's really good. You'll learn a lot as you grow up. As you grow up, it's at the same time it's nerve-wracking. Sometimes you'll feel like you'll probably make the right calls versus the outcome. You may think that you might have messed up. Or maybe you've made the right decision at some point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, but then again, you may reflect back and be like, oh, yeah, this is what should have done. This is what should have happened. And then the outcome, well, we'll see. We live and we learn. How long have you been working at the UPS store for? I've worked for five years. Five years. I used, to, of, I used to deliver to that store a very long time ago, at least 15 years. Mm-hmm. I've been delivering there. And uh, I've, I've gotten to real close with a lot of people that have worked there in the mm-hmm. past. And I would say, man, that UPS store is probably the most easiest accessible UPS store there is. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of room in the back to roll up to the back, mm-hmm. throw all the packages in and go. There's some UPS stores out there, man, where there's no parking. There's there's no back door. Right. And you got you to gotta throw all that stuff. And there's no handcart. So you got to throw all that on the handcart, walk mm-hmm. it outside to the wherever you parked. And that takes time. Time. And, you know? and I've seen – and one time I was at Costco of Fountain Valley – and I see a UPS store. I mean, and a UPS. Oh, that, yeah, that one over there is okay. I was talking about the one in Tustin mm-hmm. off of Newport. Mm-hmm. That one's really tough to, to get in and get out. The one in Tustin and Newport. Well, there's two. There's okay. one at the district, mm-hmm. if you ever know where the district is. Yeah, yeah. And then there's one off of Newport and, let me see, Newport and El Camino Real. El Camino Real. Wasn't it? Next to a soup, soup plantation, there's a Baja Fresh Tacos over there. No, not a, no, it's Oahu Tacos. I forgot. I remember like a couple of years back. That's a hard one to get into. Dang. That's that's a pain. In it. But when I had my route over there, mm-hmm. they would ask me if I wanted to go pick it up, mm-hmm. and I would say no because you got to park. Well, not yeah. even close. You got to park by the trash bins out there. Right. And then you could walk into the store, mm-hmm. load all your stuff up. You're talking about twenty hand carts. 
Damn. Taking them outside and walking. It takes time. Yeah. Yeah, it takes That's time, crazy. dude. And, but now with with COVID, how 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 bit how busy has the store become? So in the beginning of COVID, when we were in quarantine, it it suddenly just died out. People don't even want to come out or anything like that. I mean, I would get like customers like one or two hours at the outermost. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, and for the most part, I had to cut people's hours. It really sucks at that time but i mean we had to do what we had to do sometimes we would have to run solo shifts like say if one person opens from eight o'clock and then is there by themselves by one o'clock and sometimes you would have to either enter packages that are being delivered by usps ups amazon Especially you have to put away the mail, sort it out, and put it to its right box holders, mm-hmm. mailbox. You would, It would normally take about less than an hour about if you're just sort, doing all that sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, right off the bat, it, it, entering packages real quick, it takes like about 10 to 15 minutes to enter packages, put it, putting them in the right mailbox mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and access points too as well so um, when did when did it start getting busy because it's busy now so when it also the people just start saying well covid is covid isn't as bad as i thought let me get things back to work i want to say on. phase two back in may when all the mother's day stuff started picking up mm-hmm. like the deliveries sending them to their stuff to is their it moms. mostly just amazon returns mostly amazon returns it's mostly so with Amazon returns we just had to do is either package them like consolidate them and collect them all in one box so they can go out it either goes by either 40 items or 40 pounds or seven days whichever comes first mm-hmm. and normally we just collect more than 40 at one time it gets separated between I guess either clothes mainly for one box then the other ones are like accessories such as phone cases or toys they're non closed mm. part about amazon returns we start we've been doing that for a year and a half i want to say it all started back in may of 2019 with the amazon returns mm. how they had it changed up that's a lot of amazon returns that though, is man. that is and I just see the line out the door when I pull yeah. up. I'm just oh, like, yes, crap, dude, yes. Shipping out. But it's just they're all returns. Right? They're all returns, yes. And and with uh, COVID, well, since COVID, since COVID happened, yeah, I mean, we didn't get a lot of people at mm-hmm. first. It just dies out. It just died out all of a sudden. We also had, like, this um, corporate visit, mm-hmm. quarterly visit, and it was via Zoom. So the owner had to come by to the store and just answered, answered it via Zoom, video chat with the area manager at the store around the area. Mm-hmm. So it concentrates between, I guess, um, San Diego, I guess, L.A., part of L.A., and Orange County mostly. What made you What made you stumble upon the UPS store five years ago? Five years ago, well, a friend of mine has been uh, telling, trying to get me in, and the next thing I took is advice. I worked at McDonald's prior to that. 
Oh yeah, I think you told me which McDonald's at um Pacific and Edinger right there. Pacific and Edinger. Close by Modern Day. Oh, wait. Let me see. I'm do. I have to do it mentally in my yeah, head, yeah. like a like a map. Okay. Edinger. So Pacific. There's that teriyaki place, and then there's a laundromat, and behind there's the Rite Aid. Oh yeah. Yes. Now I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, right there on Edinger. Right. Yeah, Pacific. Okay. Yeah, I I got a what is it a vis- mental visual? What is mm-hmm. it? What do they call it? Uh, shit. Man. Photo. What is it? A photo. Photogenic memory. Yeah, there you go. Photogenic memory. I, f- I forget shit when I start mm-hmm. talking on this fucking podcast. Right. Dude. But right. so yeah, so you worked at McDonald's and then who got you? Was it Octavio? Octavio. Octavio. Got shout out to Octo. Shout out to him. Yeah, he should. You should have got him on the podcast. I know. <laughs> but he's cool. Uh, he's so good. he got you. How do you know Octo? Octo and I, we go way back um, since my middle school years. Well, reality, I he reality, we go way back since I was a little kid. I used to live in Huntington Beach, and so you're you're a local boy. Well, we'll talk. Let's go back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where were you born and raised? I was born in East LA, and I was raised in pretty much my whole life in Santa Ana. At first, I was there for half of it in Huntington Beach, and after that, moved to Santa Ana. Pretty much the rest of my life. What made you guys come to Santa Ana? Um, there was like. There was hardships with my with family members, um, gangs mainly, trying to get out of that lifestyle. Well, you were telling me earlier when you when you got here that you live with well, how many people? Um, well, fifteen. Fifteen people. Yeah. So that's my, a typical family in Santa Ana, though, yeah. right? Just about, but it actually depends because. Thing is, I live with my cousins, my aunts and uncles, my mom and two sisters at that time. But then years go by. It, um, for example, like for example, two of my cousins right now, um, after high school, joined the armed forces. Okay. One cousin of mine, uh, Jordy, right now he's in the army and shipped over there in Texas, Fort Hood. Okay. Where this where Vanessa, yeah, was killed at that time. Vanessa, what was your last name? Wasn't it Gian? Gian, I think. Gian, G I L L A N. E N. E N. And then my cousin Freddie, he's a Marine. And I remember, like, wait, let's go back real quick yeah. to the girl that that was found murdered. Was your cousin on? On that base when all that went down? Yes. What did he say? Is he, are you allowed to say what he... Obviously, you had a conversation with them. I did tell them a conversation. I had a conversation with them. I told them, like, hey, you know, be careful whatever's going on around there. Because, you know, I've heard about this Vanessa chick being what dead. What did he say? Like, yeah, I know. I got to be careful, too. And then there's this one time where I he messaged me saying that he's lost someone in the woods. Like, just camping out just for the heck of it. And I was like, dude. But he, he texted you in the woods that I'm lost? No, he, he in his stories on Snapchat. Oh, oh. Sorry, my bad. So no, in his no. Snapchat. So he's able to still Snapchat. So he's not lost. No, he's not lost. But he was <laughs> like, yo, dude, be careful, dude. Because honestly, if that death happened, it's going to happen to you. So I don't want that happening for you and stuff. 
And I guess a couple of weeks later, I remember that time there was another person. Well, did they to- find a b- bones or something like that somewhere? Where they were looking for her body and they found another body or something like that. That's what I've heard. But, I mean, he was not, he, he did not know Vanessa very well or anything like that. He was just stationed where he was at. Mm-hmm. He's a mechanic. Didn't they catch the guy? I thought he was dead. Well, he committed suicide or something. Yeah, right? I don't yeah. know. I totally, There's so much shit that's going yeah. on. Yeah, there's your other cousin. He's in the Marine. Army, Marines. Marines. Where is he stationed at? Camp Pelton, but now he's going to be shipped along the coast between Australia and Asia. Wow. He's an aviation mechanic. So he fixed planes, huh? Yep. That's one, a good job to have. That is. And one time we we all freaked out for him. I don't know if you recall the events that happened where eight Marines died. Yeah. And, dude, we all freaked out. Yeah, I know I know people that were, like, on that on the one of the ships or something mm-hmm. like that, that where they had to leave. Mm-hmm. Like I guess the 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 machine or the motor mm-hmm. motorcade that they were driving mm-hmm. was man I can't even think of the name but it was a land and mm-hmm. water mm-hmm. vehicle. To, when they left the ship, mm-hmm. whatever battleship they were on, whatever carrier mm-hmm. I don't know what ship it was. When they were on the water, it started right. it started taking in water, which it wasn't supposed to. Right. Um, but I I know people that were on that ship when. And they had it was it was a very sad moment. It is. I mean, nobody wants to lose any any Marines. And I remember at all. I know. And I remember my my aunt. She felt very sick to her stomach. Like she, she didn't want to hear the news. My cousin of hers. I mean, my cousin of mine also was just her brothers in there. She was crying, freaking out, calling him, DMing him everything she just went berserk and so she ended up calling my other cousin who's in tech he was stationed at Texas. like hey you think you can find you can help me find out if he's okay this and that i'm like nah he's gonna be good trust me trust me he's gonna be good he's not he's not there i mean i've known people too there as well so i doubt it's gonna be him otherwise they would have told me right off the bat then after that couple of days later received a message received a call like yeah i'm okay and we were all relieved right so <clears> out of <throat> high school you just went to mcdonald's no right out of high school i have other various jobs um oh also I, at first i was uh in school after high school i went to college mm. at one point i was mm. studying to be a firefighter at one point but then after who, that who hasn't yeah <laughs> <laughs> a right people. a lot of people and the next thing you know, I started working. I mean, I had other jobs, but mm. then I was like, eh, it didn't really fit me. Mm. Eh, it didn't really fit me. No, nah, I didn't like this. Nope. Until finally, I just landed on the UPS store. Were you, what about your parents? My parents, uh, my mom and dad were in Mexico. Okay. No, the reason why I asked mm-hmm. this is because I'm like, I think I'm like third generation, mm-hmm. fourth generation. I have to ask that question, you know, right, right. because uh, it's something that it's nothing to be ashamed of. You know, you right, live right. In, we, everybody wants to come to the United States, man. Right. And it's a, uh, it's always like people. I'm trying to trying to figure out how I want to say this. A lot of people vote. Like, we're we're gonna talk about uh, politics real quick, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of people felt that 
Donald Trump didn't want any more immigrants and he shut down the borders. Mm -hmm. You got kids in cages. Mm -hmm. A lot of people that were Hispanic or other other races, you know, mm -hmm. you could be uh, Indian or mm -hmm. you could be Asian, mm -hmm. voted for Biden because of the immigration laws. Right. Is that how you feel? That's how I felt. Honestly, coming from coming from an immigrant family, you know, I've went at one point. We left from LA to move to Mexico. It was like about a year we lived over there, and then we're, that time, my I have two sisters, so it was like a two-year difference. My second sister, she was a barely newborn. And we went to live in Mexico. You're like a year we lived. Next thing you know, my dad just leaves us. He leaves us just, just leaves us. Wow. How, how many brothers and sisters do you have? I, well, I'll get to that point. Okay. Yeah, but it's a very, very complicated family story. Hey, to man, tell. that's what like, the, yeah, that's what we're here that's for. What, that's what the podcast is for, but <laughs> <laughs> right. Coming to the coming back to the United States was easy for me and my sisters, mm. but the bitch part about it is my mom, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. dude. That one time when we were at the airport, my uncle picked us up. He had papers, everything, mm -hmm. cool. But my mom didn't. And I was a kid. Mm -hmm. How old were you? I was six or seven around that time. Mm -hmm. And I was attached to my mom thinking like, you know, everything's going to be all right and everything. Mm. My mom said, I cried. Mm. So when she left, I was like, no, don't leave me and everything. Like, I don't even know what to do. Mm -hmm. And I shit you not, it was hella traumatizing. I bet, man. It is. It, it is. I can only imagine what those kids in those cages, you've seen those videos of yeah. the kids in the cages. I can mm -hmm. only imagine what they're going through right now right i mean being young and having something dramatic like that happen to you is gonna affect you when you're older look totally. what happens to kids who have been molested or had to deal with their parents rape. being uh, uh yeah alcoholism mm -hmm. rape uh or child molestation mm -hmm. their, their parents being drug addicts and that affects a person and we've all met people who who experience ch child uh have been traumatized as a right. child right what we're doing now isn't right right you know and going back to the school part i once made a i made an immigrant story this was around when i was in school mm -hmm. i made i pretty much shared my story an immigrant story um this was back in sack this was the award-winning uh, Tortilla Curtain by T.C. Boyle. Mm -hmm. I never read the book, and I've been wanting to read the book. But the school chose it as book of the year. So among students, everyone shared their stories and everything. And I remember reading this once, this this story. This, this girl, she came from Africa um, as a refugee, wishing that she would see her parents one day and she was adopted and once she gets her stuff ready and everything she would willing to, she's willing to go back to see her parents or family and boy that sh that gave me a stroke 
heart struck. That heart struck me right there. Oh, it like, just struck your heart. Made like, you make real emotional. Yeah, and I was like, damn. Yeah, I try not. I get really emotional too. I try not to think of those kids. I mean, the children are the most innocent. Yeah, they are. But the most, they, they, there's, you know, there's being a kid and have energetic, no worries in the world, and just having that your eye, your my daughter's eyes are always dilated. Right. The only time my eyes have been dilated if I was on drugs. Right. You know, you, you see these young, and they're just full of joy, just dancing and being happy. But we got them all over there in cages. And I get it. I get it. Sex trafficking is a big deal. That too. That's a it's a big deal. But we we can think of other ways to help these kids. Right. And we they got to get them back to their parents, the right the rightful parents, mm-hmm. or we people need to start adopting, or we got to do something. At least. This is our generation. This these people are, these kids are going to be the ones taking care of us. You're just making things worse. Yeah. You know. So and- what happened with your mom? Did so she couldn't. She couldn't cross over then. She crossed over. Oh, she did? She, it took her like about two weeks to cross over. Oh, so she went out. She went the back road? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's got to be tough. It is. That's got to be tough. How much did you have to pay? I don't remember. What, and a rest. Back then, it's probably like, I think it's like five grand. I think it's like ten now. And a, yeah, I never asked, but then. Yeah, that, that's That me. was like the my most. My lady's mom. Mm-hmm. My lady's mom. When her dad met her. In Mexico, he right. just brought her across the border. Dang. But this was, what, 1985? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like 1985. Oh, no, my lady was, like, 1980. Just brought her over. He was down there in Zacatecas, you know, for a wedding. Met met, met her mom. Met my lady's mom and then uh, just drove her across the border. Wasn't that, wasn't that time, like, the easiest time? I guess so. I'm guessing. That's what I'm guessing. Well, imagine if we had open borders. That's How it. many people from South America you think would just cruise over here? Dude, a whole bunch of probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if it's like you ever watched the movie Born in East LA with. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And then he, That's my favorite movie. <laughs> yeah, totally. Next scene, you just see hey, this dude. Give just, me a beer. Uh, give me a beer. Remember Jesus? He, yep. The phone was behind the picture of Jesus. Uh huh. And what was it Paul Rodriguez? Yeah. He was watching the Spice Channel. Uh huh. And then the phone rings, and it was a dude, it was a, the dude's voice. Right, was right. Voice was, hey, you over there, give me a beer. <laughs> yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember those things. Oh, man. That was a good movie. I think I'm going to go watch that today when I get home. Yeah. Haven't been watching any sports or anything. Got my ass kicked in UFC yesterday. Dang. Making bets like a fucking dumbass. Oh, I remember those. I remember. You remember Burkage, right? Mm-hmm. And... He got me into his football pool. Yeah, football like pools. back then, when there was a thing, mm-hmm. you you just pay him ten bucks and then you just put your bets so who, who's gonna blah, who's gonna win this and that blah mm-hmm. blah. You win, you get all the money. Mm-hmm. I was one. No, yeah. I was close to winning one point. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, I do too many uh, bets as it is. Mm-hmm. I, I, people hand me those flyers all day long. I'm like, hey, right. I can't even keep track. Right, you know, I, I and then that. Mike would be on my ass, and and I would be busy as hell in the store. Mike would probably be on my ass, be like, "Hey, get your pets, and get get your teams, and lock them in." I'm like, "Oh shoot!" And I completely forgot. Mm-hmm. And so there'll be times where I just be like, "Eh, this is gonna win. Oh, this is gonna win. This is gonna win." Blah 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 blah. And then pretty much half of my half of my um, bracket or whatever I would say just falls down like oh crap 
I regret it. I regret it. I regret it. Yeah. And then there'll be a sh- there'll be one where I'm just like, uh, I would just put some teams, a little mental and shit. And luckily, I by luck, I would just win them. I was like, yo, yes. At least. But I didn't think things through. Mm. There'll be one time where, yeah, I'll probably think this through. I'm like, hey, who ask, give me your opinion. Will this team win or will this team win? And we just like go and debate too at the same time. Oh, man, good old days. Yeah, it was a good old COVID, pre, uh, pre-COVID. Her reals. <laughs> yeah, it's just it just seems weird with with this COVID. Like next week is the Masters. I, I'm, I'm big golf enthusiast mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. The Masters is like one of the biggest golf tournaments of the year. Mm-hmm. It's a private course in Augusta, mm-hmm. Georgia. Mm-hmm. It's called the cor- course is called Augusta National, but the tournament mm-hmm. is named the masters and the winner gets a green jacket you know the winners of that tournament they can play the course anytime they want but if they got to play they have to play with the member that golf course that they're playing next week mm-hmm. it's a private golf course mm-hmm. you ain't playing it even if you're one of the, the most popular celebrities mm-hmm. you can't even play it. it's the most prestigious golf course and only private members can play yeah. which are Big wigs, the, the people who run the world, Damn. the people who their votes count. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, you win the tournament. Like Tiger Woods, he's won the tournament a handful of times. Right. If he goes to play, he can't go out there and play by himself. He has to go with the member. That is crazy. Yeah, the rules they have, dude. That's a golf course that I will never get to play. There obviously, some celebrities have mm-hmm. have, have played it, mm-hmm. but no one can call and go, "Hey, I want to play Masters." That's crazy. It's that exclusive. And we still have courses like that today where it's members only. What do you think about that? I'm no golf well, person. It, it, but okay. But there are exclusive clubs, not just golf clubs, but <laughs> other clubs around this world that are exclusive to members only. That have, you know, they, it's, it's, do you think that people should? Be able to play this golf course if they wanted to. They should, honestly, but if for it's like going to a basketball, going to a park and playing on mm-hmm. a basketball court, mm-hmm. and the guys go, "You can't play here. This is our court." Are you kidding me? Right. I mean, it's like saying we're we're here to play, not. I'm like, where's the reservation? Is a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell? I mean, it's kind of like a. It should have been public, but it's. It just amazes me that no one speaks out on that. That's, yeah. You know, it's that exclusive. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm just thinking out loud here. You know, I'm still thinking about what just happened with the election. That's something that I was anticipating. Mm-hmm. I, I I knew things were gonna go down the way they are, and parts of me think that. There's only a really, a truly a handful of votes that really count. The the lobbyists, mm-hmm. the the special special interests, mm-hmm. the Koch brothers, uh, George Soros, all these billionaires and and trillionaires. Mm-hmm. The, I I just found out that Jeff Bezos he owns the I think it's the Washington Post. No way. I didn't know he owned that. Damn. But we 
we think that our vote counts, but does it really? You know, I've been hearing rumors back in. It's just I 20... feel like it's just a scam. It's just a show. Right. Because what what is what is Joe Biden going to do that Trump Trump couldn't do? Well, it's, it's just gonna... you just it's like having like a, a Manny mm-hmm. was here, and he he works for the city and he he's involved in the city and he mm-hmm. said, he told me one time, he says. The, not saying that the I think it was the mayor. The mayor doesn't. He's not like he don't do nothing. But a lot of the stuff that are being done and and voted for is the people behind the scenes. He's kind of just like the face. Whoever's our president, is he really in charge, or is people manipulating him, or people? He's just the face, and behind the scenes, other people are controlling what's going on. Um, you know, I remember back in 2016, rumors about electoral college votes or something like that. Yeah. And me and Octo, we had this conversation about politics. I mean, share like for example, you know how the Trump Trump campaign and then Hillary campaign and then the and then Bernie Sanders campaign. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying. How do I say this? Say our people just uh, proving Trump, like, well, proving Trump's point of views. Like, yeah, they're acting like animals. We're acting like animals, and we're just like, I mean, as as a casa too. Um, and we're just we're just feel like we're idiots. Like, for example, like, cruising down Bristol, doing riots and doing burnouts and all that stupid stuff. Like, no, you don't do that. You're proving Trump's point. Like, we're acting like savages. Do you think if Trump would have won, you guys, do you think that people would have protested and and rioted? I bet they still would have been doing the same thing, just... I mean, it kind of. I mean, it is what it is. Everything seems calm, right? I mean, I don't see anything on the news. No, I mean, and the thing that Trump said that he was gonna build a wall, have Mexico pay for it, and this and that. It really didn't happen. Yeah, that was kind of that. Weird that one, that. I was like, what the heck? And then the deportate mass deportation, too. That's. I don't think I that was, even. I was for the criminals, right? Mm-hmm. We have a lot of criminals here. Mm-hmm. That, that come over from the border and establish they establish uh, areas where they control and, and, and part of the drug trade. The drug trade right. is a really big, big issue in America. And a lot right. of the stuff comes from South America up through mm-hmm. Mexico all the way, you know, through so California. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these criminals, MS-13, they come through mm-hmm. and they just, they, they, they're just uh, bloodsuckers. You know, right. they're just... They're causing chaos. Right. And when I heard that, I thought maybe he was getting rid of those criminals and sending them back. Mm-hmm. But I also heard stories that honest, hardworking immigrants were getting caught up and getting sent back, which I'm not cool with. I think everybody right. should have an opportunity. Right. If you're going to come over here, lady's mom eventually got her citizenship. Right. She went to classes, learned, mm-hmm. and then she took the test. Now I don't know how hard it is to be a citizen now, but back then you were able to go to go to class, learn mm-hmm. about the history of the United States, learn some English, and then you get the test, you pass the test, you get sworn in, mm-hmm. and you become a citizen. I don't know how what it is now, but she did it. 
Mm-hmm. A lot of people coming over now, are, are they trying to do it? And the United States is limiting. I don't know. These are, these are questions I'm asking. I'm, I'm sure we both can't answer. But um, so what's a friend of mine, a best friend of mine. His name is Moises. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an immigrant, although he has a work permit. He doesn't have a citizen, but he's trying to get a citizenship and everything. He's he's a good worker. He's a good friend of mine, and you know, he gets his stuff straight and everything. Mm-hmm. One of my friends, well, well mm-hmm. somebody I know mm-hmm. was working mm-hmm. at a. I don't want to say too many right, right. names or give it, get anything away. I don't want people to be offended. This person was working at a retail store one day, and the immigration came in. Picked him up and took him away. Sent him back to Mexico. Never been in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Never was it was never born. I think he was born in Mexico at a baby. Mm-hmm. But he didn't know. And he was in Mexico. He didn't know anybody. He had to stay there for years, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. Imagine that just getting dropped like someone like that. You mm-hmm. you, you were born. You you got crossed over right. as a baby. You could barely remember. You don't have a social security card. So and years down the road. So out. now you're twenty. And every, here comes immigration. They're gonna take you. You've never been to a been to Mexico. You've never right. been in that country. Imagine how scary that would that be. That is that would be fucking scary. And and then, um, luckily he spoke Spanish. But imagine not speaking Spanish. Right. Damn. So what do you got? What do you think is going to go on with this uh, this recount? Because remember, because you're a lot younger than me. Mm-hmm. Back in I forgot what year, but. When Bush is running against Al Gore, mm-hmm. and Al, they the news media labeled Al Gore the winner, mm-hmm. and then they went to court, mm-hmm. and it turns out the count was wrong or something, mm-hmm. some type of count fraud went went down, and mm-hmm. Bush ended up becoming the winner. Do you think that might be a possibility with the, everything you've seen that, that goes on in this world that maybe the count and the machines were, were rigged? But the, but this is one thing. Why didn't why won't the Republicans? Won't you think they they'd be part of the scandal too? Why is it always the, the Democrats are bad and, and, and they, not the Republic? And, yeah. And at some point, there's two sides of the story, I would say. And top it off, I guess side one they'll tell you this, and side two would tell you that, and then you just you just don't even know which side to believe in. It's like you're. It kind of feels like you're divided at some one point. So Biden, you went his route mm-hmm. because of immigration. Immigration, but then Donald Trump, you feel like he's he's a racist, or he just his he followers just, are racist. His followers are racist. But um, other people, such as like people that are against against abortion, conservatives, gun, conservatives, gun ownings, and all that sorts of stuff, I do respect. Mm-hmm. That honestly, I do respect, and. For for another thing, if you're just being racist, do you think Trump's a racist? Well, to, I wouldn't honestly. If he really said something about Mexico criminal being criminals, they're stealing their jobs and all that sorts of stuff. To I uh, to beg to defer. For example, if you see an American homeless person like just begging for money mm-hmm. while our people like hispanic people just look funds looking a way to find to make money mm-hmm. they would just hustle down to make 
make a living out of flowers, selling flowers in the middle of the street, mm-hmm. or or any fruit stands or food stands, whatever. Mm-hmm. Ice cream shops, like little mobile ones, or just push carts. No, oh, no, I got a uh, one guy yeah. that goes to my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. He does corn and ice shavings, mm-hmm. but he That's has another it. he has another job. Mm-hmm. Whatever he does in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in the afternoon, he does our neighborhood, and and we order tamales through him too. Not too. I respect those guys, yeah. and it, and it pissed me off when when I was seeing a lot of these videos online of of uh, harassing people. Well, well, people robbing them. Yeah, that too. People are robbing, harassing, them. or oh, yeah, hurting remember people. that one they're harassing? Him? He opened up his ice chest. Yeah, and the water was all murky, mm-hmm. and they were saying, "Oh, dude, that's that's dirty." No. Have you, if you ever boiled corn, it's not right. going to be fucking clear. No. The video that was posted on IG recently, I don't know if you've seen it. Okay. It was these black kids. They're making fun of the Hispanic dude, that was the corn guy. Oh, because wait, wait, he had yeah, his yeah. stuff in his ice chest. And he had the corn sitting in, in this liquid, the water. And they made him, like, put something in it or something like that? Or Well, he, opened, he just opened it up to show mm-hmm. him. And had the corn sitting in this murky water. Mm-hmm. And it was it was dark it was brown right and then he had the shaved corn on the corner and they're saying like they're making fun of him like look at this shit look at what he's selling you i guarantee you he's scrubbing that 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 i that cooler every time he goes home he's not gonna come out and put his name out there and and give you fucking mierda no you know that's just the way if you ever cook corn or boiled corn you know the water's gonna turn a little murky right and having corn and I and uh, snow cones in all that shit. Yo, I mean, you had to clean the bitch out. Yeah. Yeah. But I just it just pissed me off that they're making fun of fun of him and mm-hmm. they're robbing him and like these are people that are trying, trying to, make to do something. And you rather just sit there and rob people and post videos on Instagram about it? It's fucking disgusting. Totally. But that pisses me off too, is because those are the people. That were that voted for Biden, so it could go. It's going both ways. Mm-hmm. Racists might have, might have voted were on Trump's side, mm-hmm. and then you got the retarded side. I'm gonna call them that that voted for Biden just because, you know, of Trump. Like we're we're not right. Those type those type of uh, ideas that are being implemented on our social media is wrong, because we could post we could post facts and, and post stuff. On, on Twitter and Instagram, and it could get denied, and it could say just now they're now if you've seen um, Instagram or, or Twitter or any type of social mm-hmm. media platform, if you post some type of statistic for the election or whatever, it's going to say at the bottom they'll show it. Yeah, let's yeah. just say this was reviewed and it shows that it's it's wrong. Yeah, I think I think I've seen something like that before. So this is falsely or they should do that for for videos that like one I watch and it gets me mm-hmm. pissed off. One one thing I follow on, on IG is called Grindface, mm-hmm. and every time I, I click on Grindface, it's always people fighting, just fist fighting, yeah. and it's okay for for Instagram to show that and and not say anything about that but if somebody wants to talk against also the empire the... you know that's one thing that that pisses me off is, mm-hmm. is censorship that's one reason why i voted for trump because he's constantly getting censored mm-hmm. and now he's getting censored even more because of what he's saying yeah. and i've known people that have gotten censored for their and they're not promoting hate they're not promoting 
deaf. They're not promoting anything that's negative. It's just mm-hmm. their opinion. And those are getting censored. But it's okay to have a girl showing her fucking camel toe and, and shaking her ass or a girl shaking mm-hmm. her tits. And I've, I talk about this every right. time on the podcast. Right. That's one reason why I, I voted mm-hmm. for Trump was censorship. Right. Now, Biden in there. I want everybody to take notes now mm-hmm. or put this embed this in your brain. Is he going to are they going to censor us more for speaking out, for speaking our opinion? It's yet to be seen. We're living in we're living in, 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 in times that we're, we're at that point where we're going to change, where we're moving away from the industrial complex and and we're trying to get rid of fossil fuels and we're trying to clean up the environment and it seems like this old school mentality is, is still to, holding on. It's it soon will have its dread at one point mm-hmm. and it dies out soon enough. It's like the if you ever if you ever heard the song of Bob Dylan these times are changing, you'll probably get it. And I've been listening to, I've been having that song repeatedly. Just uh, I just put my headphones on, repeated, put that song over and over and over mm. and say to myself, like, yeah, you know, times are changing. Times are always changing. You never know. I mean, that shit's crazy. Yeah, we live, we definitely live in crazy times. I don't know what's going to happen with COVID. I know there's people suffering. Mm-hmm because of it small businesses too at first well that's one thing that pissed me off too is you're gonna let all the big shops stay open but you're gonna close the mom and pops like you're making it worse right those are the only companies that that proceed that's the only those are the only companies that because they got all they got all the the clients Mm mm-hmm they should have kept everything open, man. Let people choose, but just wear a mask. Yeah, that's wear it. Wear a glove, wear a mask. If you don't feel good, stay home. Yeah. But to close all the mom and pop shops. That is a bummer. That's also, fucked. That like, is fucked up. I mean, I can't really enjoy. I mean, it's fucked up to not eat inside, but then to eat outside. I mean, to take it to go. Mm-hmm. Once you take it to go, it's just going to go shits it like, does and i'm just like wow fuck. it does you're you enjoy a fresh plate of carne asada i was with. in Tustin yesterday mm-hmm. i haven't been in Tustin in a while mm-hmm. it's where my old route was and i went to go have breakfast this place i used to go to all mm-hmm. the time and you still can't eat inside there damn there's some places where you can now yeah. they'll let you but some places still say deny it so I walked in there. I had to use the restroom. But usually I came out mm-hmm. and you can't sit. It was raining. Mm-hmm. And the lady's looking at me and I'm looking at her. And she, you know, I've, I've known her for a long mm-hmm. time. And I just, I, I just threw my hands up and just shook my head. I turned and walked out. Mm-hmm. Like, you should be able to at least have a certain amount of people sit there and eat. Right. Losing business. Right. I don't I think that's their opinion. I think that's their, their rule, though. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's the state's rule. Maybe it's the city. You know, um, you know, going talking about like, that. Yeah, because UPS store, you can only allow what two people in. Yeah, we're only allowed to have two people in, and people barge in like it ain't a thing. And I was like, "Can I have you guys step outside?" I'm like, "Well, you guys need to put the sign bigger and blah blah." And I'm like, "Well, I mean, this is a sign. It's we have the we have numerous signs 
on the side, front door, and on another side, then on the little windshield things that we have, the sneeze guards. And I guess we're trying to get we're trying to catch people's attention. This is uh UPS's standard um standard uh little no thing that we had to post up professionally. And then we had to print them out, laminate them, try to and try to make it readable as possible, but people don't see the signs. I mean, we tried to go crazy on the signs too, just to pe catch people's attentions, but that didn't work. And then remember that one time when there was riots for George Floyd? There was this one day where we closed early because we got word that they were gonna protest over at South Coast Plaza. I, I told the owner, okay, we're probably gonna have to leave in early or we're gonna have to close in early because of the protest. And you never know if uh, they're gonna be looting the place or anything like that. So the owner came by to the store, closed the gate, closed as many things as we could, put all the monies inside the safe box and all the money that we have made like during the week or past week, we just had the owner to make the deposit. So we won't lose those thousand or two thousand bucks of cash that we've made by cash only. And so we won't get stolen. Mm -hmm. Luckily, nothing didn't happen. But we put a huge sign and we put it in big letters, even like one piece of paper, letter by letter, closed. Soon as we go in there, people just people just don't see it. Although we oh put, no, you could put a big close sign. Mm -hmm. They'll still pull the handle. Yeah, they still do. And they still they'll still walk in. Yeah, but then uh, we closed in early because of the riots. And then the you know the nail the nail place right mm. next did they, to us. Did they? Uh, board they just up? they boarded up that time. They boarded you guys up too. They no. did it recently up the street. I remember. Yeah, I remember you were. I posted it. Yeah, you posted yeah, they it. They boarded it up for the election. Yep, and there was that what cauldron ice cream too. Yeah, cauldron yeah. Ice cream. We were gonna go there that one night, but I was like, oh crap. Um, so me and two homegirls of mine, we were gonna go have dessert, and we're like, oh, let's go to cauldron. I'm like, oh wait, I don't think we're not gonna be going to be able to go to cauldron because uh, they boarded that up because my driver posted a story that. They boarded the place up like uh, I don't think we're not gonna go to Cauldron, so we ended up taking a different place, Joe's Italian. Excuse me, mm -hmm. Joe's Italian Ice. We just stopped there for a dessert, and that was it. We we're thinking there was gonna be like do riots you, or. What do you think that the police? How they feel with with Biden, with with the protests that have been going on. You think Santa, Santa, Santa cops are, are happy that Biden won? To be quite frankly honest. We've been all met cops. We know yeah. what they do in Santa Ana. We, you know, we, I work in mm -hmm. Santa Ana. You mm -hmm. live in Santa Ana. I mm -hmm. work in Santa Ana. I'm always down here in Santa Ana. Right, right. I wonder, I wonder I what they think. I want to see the Santa Ana police's opinion and I want to hear from them themselves. I mean, uh, I can't speak for them. Yeah. But themselves, I just want to hear it. Like, if 
Well, it's been pretty quiet, right? Right. Except for that all dudes here that they found a dead body over here off of Flower and First behind the 7-Eleven. Yeah, I've heard about that. That shit was crazy. And that's scary, dude. You know, I remember this one, this uh, story that in Santa Ana, Sullivan and Edinger. I remember this place was a movie stop, movie shop where you can rent movies and everything. And I didn't realize it till they stopped doing movies. And that one time, I don't even know what they had that time, but I heard that that place got raided. Oh, they had like like snuff films. I think so. I know that video. I know where you're talking about that video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right there. I remember I used to go to, uh, I mean, I'm a big movie buff. Right. I love watching movies, documentaries. Mm-hmm. I used to love going to Video Town by my house, Blockbuster, renting videos, and then DVDs came right. out. But I remember that video store. It got raided. Who knows? Probably snuff films, maybe, I don't know. I don't no, know it, was, it was no longer a video place, the video store. It was something else, but then next thing you know, that something else got raided. Oh, something else got raided. Yeah. What was it after the video store? Nothing. I mean, no, I mean, I just realized that I just realized the video store was like long gone already. I was like, "What the hell?" And I didn't pay. I don't even pay attention to that area. How safe is the neighborhood you live in? You feel safe? You leave your door unlocked at night? Windows open? Um. So. Couple. Couple weeks ago, or a couple months ago, I want to say. Um. And it all started like way five years ago. This guy struck a knife on my family. And so, I was so he pulled a knife on your family. On my family. And I was not there at that time. I was at work at McDonald's and next thing you know, I guess um this guy went to jail. And a couple of months later, um, I was with my cousin and his wife and kids, just taking the dogs for a walk and just chilling and then this guy pulls up and he talks to my cousin and my cousin calls me out like hey eric hold the hold the dog for me hold the dog for me like okay and his wife gives me that face like oh you fucked up and i i had zero clue what the hell was going on Mm -hmm. at at a certain point till it it clicked my head like, oh, he's going to get into a fight. Oh, shoot. He's going to get into a fight. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, crap. And after that, guy just walked away. And we went our own ways to continue for a walk. And he was telling his wife, like, oh, that's the guy that stuck the knife on my family and our family. This and that. Like, I was like, yo, what? Are you serious? Oh, man. That was like, what the hell? So my cousin was like urging me to like look into some security cameras. And I was like thinking, like, you know what? Get a gun too. Screw it. Oh, yeah. You have to have protection, dude. Yep. The legal, legal way. And then obviously. also not like about a month ago, we just installed a gate for us. And we also had to lock up the doors. Yeah, know. I had to put cameras up in my house. Yep. We, we've had problems before. Mm-hmm. I could tell you off air. Mm-hmm. Like one time they stole my cousin's uh, tools and he was super big. That's one thing I get pissed is yes. thieves. Exactly. If I ever caught someone, I'd chop their hands off. Right. I probably shouldn't have said that. 
<laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, but I just you, can't. I but just that's can't when the, that. it's what the Second Amendment is all about, right? Right to bear arms. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. Not a right to take arms. Right. <laughs> they should, right. Uh, they should add that in. Right. Right to bear arms, but then. Well, in Middle East, you get caught stealing, they chop your hand off. Yep, I remember. I, I don't heard know if that. that's still if it's still real. No, I know they did it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they do it now. That's one wonder. I think they still. I think they still disciplined you in front of everybody, though. I think they do whip you with the whip in front oh, of people. That's crazy. They used to stone women mm-hmm. who were, uh, if they got caught cheating on their man, they would stone them, put them out in the square, and stone them to death. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. Should bring all those rules back, huh? Huh. <laughs> like fucking. Uh, I'm down. You get caught stealing, chop your hand off. Yep. Not, Para que aprendan with. Yeah, dude. Or brand them. Yep. Yeah, get a brand. Fucking put it on their fucking forehead. Public whipping. Oh, yeah. They should yeah. do that. We should go back to that. Huh. Yeah. Go back to public whipping, dude. Yep. That'd be sick. You know what we should do also is add different types of classes in, in elementary schools mm-hmm. that are going to benefit our kids mm-hmm. like bow hunting mm-hmm. or, or archery yeah uh, learning how to make fires or, mm-hmm. or maybe even construction learn how to build a, a house out of mud or something yeah you know back in elementary school um we had this program called dare yeah um, yeah yeah dare and i don't know if they ever teach i don't know if they ever i remember dare They've been around since I was in elementary school. Yeah, my kids are in school, right? Mm-hmm. We we have different. They could either go to school now, or they could stay home, or could they, they could go like once or twice a week. And what I did was, me and my wife decided we're just gonna keep the kids here until we figure out what's going on with COVID. And so my kids, they do Zoom and mm-hmm. they do their exercise and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking about when I was in elementary school and after that and what has been going on. You know, we did you used to do the Pledge of Allegiance? Yeah, we do the Pledge of Allegiance, especially during high school. They don't do that no more. Right. They took that out. Really? Back even before that, when I was in elementary, we uh, I think before that, too, you'd be able to pray or you'd be able to. They they would have Bible study. Mm -hmm. They started taking all that out. Yeah, that's crazy. Elementary school, we did the Pledge of Allegiance. Middle school, same they took thing. it out now. They took it out now. Yeah, that's crazy. yeah, they don't do. Remember, you do it in the morning, mm-hmm. whatever yep. class you're like, in. They don't yeah, do Pledge of Allegiance no more. <clears throat> How fucked up is that? Totally, and it's like it's crazy to find out that they don't do this stuff. And we have to keep some type of patriotic. Mm-hmm. We live in the United States, just right. like if you lived in Europe or you lived in Saudi Arabia. They right. have their, their. I'm sure they have their models mm-hmm. and, and and their national songs at least. But with all the stuff that's going on, that's why, I guess, who knows? I guess people have other opinions about it. I mean, it's. It, I mean, you do have a point. We have to have some sort of patriotic. Way to express ourselves. How's your neighborhood? How is it since COVID? Is is it gotten worse? Is it gotten? Is it mellowed down? I want to say it's still the same thing. The same it's thing? just calm. That's about it. Your gunshots. Gunshots. Uh, once in a blue moon type, mm-hmm. a thing. 
but I mean, back then, yeah, I can probably hear some. But you walk? Do you do you take walks? Would you you got dogs, right? Yeah, I got dogs. Yeah, do you take them on walks around your neighborhood and stuff like that? Once in a blue moon, but my cousin, excuse me, and his wife would take walks for the most part. Mm-hmm. They would take. They would mostly take the. Dogs. Do you guys know your neighbors? Yeah, we do. I used to kick it with my neighbors like back in middle school through high school, and after that, once after high school hits, pretty much we don't kick it anymore. I mean, mm. I mean because of work mostly, not like before because of work. Oh and yeah, the, the time change. Time has changed, yeah. right? And during school, we would either play video games or have a little garden asada and stuff or have a movie night. Speaking of garden asada, what are the best taco spots around you? you we talked about this before and you said yes. there's none. You got to go to East LA. Well, um, there's TJ Tacos in Santa Ana. It's on 17th and Enterprise, almost by Harbor. There's like that little bridgeway that they're building. Okay, 17th. 17th turns into Westminster. Yeah. So you're talking about Westminster Boulevard. Almost Westminster Boulevard. 17th and Harbor. The 17th and Harbor, that's... Oh, wait, yeah, That's yeah, Westminster yeah, yeah. Boulevard. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Westminster. Westminster, my bad. Uh, that's, yeah, that's the city of Garden Grove or Borderline Anaheim. Mm-hmm. TJ Tacos, huh? TJ Tacos, yes. How'd you hear about that spot? Octavio. Octavio, he once uh, posted a story on his stories on Instagram. And I'm like, ooh, this looks pretty good. Homeboy, thanks for that. Yeah, thanks for TJ that uh, that hidden gem that is you're it, talking is about. It pa- is it packed all the time? Um, I go once in a blue moon, too, on that place. Uh, what else? Taco places. There's one on first... And somewhere in New Hope. That, okay. That you would have to go in like around the evening or night time about. Like I want to say it's 8 a, o'clock. It's, isn't it a... It's a... Uh, what is it? It's a, it's a food truck. Yeah, it's a little food truck. I know. I've ate there before. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. It's that right place. there next to that car wash. Yeah, next to the car wash. And then there's all other food trucks too as well. Oh, there's more, huh? Yeah. But that's where they, like, you know, um, park their trucks. Yeah, yeah, that's where they, yeah. I used to, that should be, I used to mm-hmm. be my route. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Food's good. Yep. Making me hungry, man. I got a nice bowl of pozole when I get home. Yo, the good ones, the good food in LA. Ooh, smacks. <sighs> yeah, man, I love to go. I love to fucking eat, dude. Yeah, well, I'll take it one day if you're if down. Yeah, almost. I'm close to down, dude. We okay. just gotta, I just can't stand traffic, dude. Oh, I'll turn yeah. around. I've gone, I've, supposed to be at places for birthday parties and mm-hmm. stuff and i've turned i've turned around and say i'm fucking fuck this and i just go back home i'm not yeah. gonna sit in traffic for two know, hours dude. dude i know dude there's there's uh what you may call it oh so a good handful of times going home is a bitch going on the five south it's a bitch so it not even less than five minutes i'm still in the same spot like, say I'm on, uh, where am I, where am I? Atlantic. Mm-hmm. I'm stuck there in Atlantic for, like, five minutes, not even five minutes. I'm still stuck there for five minutes. And then next thing you know, that hour, by an hour later, I'm probably going to be at, what, the 605? 
Then my second hour, I'll probably be in Anaheim right now. Wasn't it so nice when COVID first hit? Yeah, exactly. Nobody on road. Right. And, you know, with COVID happening, you know, the traffic was so smooth. I driven the freeway without fear, like from, say, from here to L.A. or even Hollywood, just by myself. Back then, I would just drive the free. I, I would be able to drive the freeway, but I would have to have a certain company with me, like one person with me at least. So I don't have to feel like, like, oh, I'm probably going to sleep or, oh, I'm going to crash or, hey, be my backup, this and that, blah, blah, blah. But when quarantine happened and then the there's no traffic, bam, everything went smooth. I learned to went by myself all the way to the freeway. I mean, I could drive the freeway by myself, but say only Orange County, that's it. That was it. Mm-hmm. But going to L.A., Hollywood and all that shit, bam, just went smooth. And now I can just do it with no fear. Do you think we're overpopulated? I kind of want to say maybe so. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> like, say, dude, I think, say, think I about I all the time. Like, I'm outside all day. It's way too many fucking people. Yeah. It's way too many people. And then, you know, at, at the same time, dude, like, back then it was easy, easy to find parking as we were kids and all that. But then us growing up and now it's like a bitch to find parking. Like, oh, I, I would even park my car like, ooh, fuck, all the way towards McFadden. Mm. And it was a bitch for me to fucking walk. Like, nope. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, yeah, I'm pretty sure we are overpopulated. But, yeah. This, um, I know there's houses being built, like in Riverside area, Ontario. But, they'll probably make more housing. Well, Do you ever thought about moving out of state? Because it's so expensive to live here? At one point, I did. I was either thinking between Texas or Arizona, but then I had my, there's my con, where my cons kick in, it's going to be hella hot. But then again, I would probably feel homesick though, I'll tell you that. I went to Arizona recently. Mm-hmm. No, it's been almost, a, it's been over a year now. Mm-hmm. I went to go see my friend Jerry, who mm-hmm. was on my first podcast, my good friend. I was in Phoenix, Arizona. Mm-hmm. And at one point, we were walking into the store. After getting done shooting, went shooting, had a great time, and came back. We're going to pick up some drinks, get some food. Right. We're going to come back and do the podcast. Right. And at one point, I'm walking into the store, and I, for a quick second, I got anxiety. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not near the ocean. I'm in the middle of the fucking desert. Technically, you know, it's Phoenix, but it's still, you're still in the desert. Take away all the houses mm-hmm. and everything. And I was like, there's no way I can move over here. Because he kept telling me, you should move over here. It's cheap. Blah, blah. And only my problem is I can't stand the heat. It's too right. fucking hot. Right. And I work outdoors. Fuck that, dude. Right. And as you get older, it just gets worse. Yeah, so I thought sweaty. about it. And I go, there's no way I'd, I'd, I'd get homesick. Like you said, I'd get homesick. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't go to the ocean right. every day, I don't go to the beach every day. Right. I know it's there. Right. And there's been times where I had to get out and, mm-hmm. and just clear my mind. And I'll take, take a, a walk. Take, well, I'll take a drive down mm-hmm. Beach Boulevard to the beach. Right. This fucking sucks with COVID. We didn't, I didn't even go to the beach this year because of COVID. 
Right. Usually we, we go to the beach and hang out. Well, with cool COVID down. happening, yeah. That's a lot of family members, mm-hmm. they moved to Texas, mm-hmm. Arizona. I just going to do it. I want to, but it's, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to just stay here and just see what happens. The homeless is getting out of control, but you know what? Mm-hmm. I've been seeing less homeless ever since uh, that proposition one, or what was it that got legalized in Oregon? Oregon, mm-hmm. they dis- they they just dis- decriminalized mm-hmm. cocaine, heroin, meth, heroin, marijuana, you know, pills, mm-hmm. marijuana. So now you get caught with it, you won't go to jail. You just got to pay a fine. So a lot of a lot of people are going to start moving up there. Watch. Yep. A lot of people. We'll see how that place turns out. There, that's the place where they had Chad, right? Remember mm-hmm. Chad? Mm-hmm. The dude took over the city. It was mm-hmm. called Chaz or something like that. Right. That's Portland, Portland, Oregon. Shit. Good luck. Everyone's going to go to Oregon, dude. That's going to be the <laughs> fucking reals. fire dumpster over there, dude. Dude, when at first they legalized the uh, weed in. Washington and Colorado, the only two states at first. Mm-hmm. I was, we're thinking like, oh, Denver, Denver's mm-hmm. cool. I've never mm-hmm. been there, but Oregon, man, man, they oh, just they, they just, just did went that. above and beyond. Yeah, they said fuck. I was like, shit. If I was in my twenties, I might think about it. Right. Man, I'm in my forties now. There's no like, way. Nah. <laughs> I've said this a lot. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think I've said it on the podcast. I've said mm-hmm. I've said this to my myself mm-hmm. we're fighting a battle the drug war uh-huh. we're fighting an uphill battle right drugs will always find a way to you could build a fucking wall mm-hmm. you could have a special special force to, to help with it mm-hmm. you could make the the crime so punishable where it ruins your life mm-hmm. it's still not working so, so being able to just say hey, decriminalize it it's an experiment. We're going to mm-hmm. see what's going to happen. You know, but I said this to myself before. Why don't we just legalize everything? We're spending billions of dollars on trying to take down to, these people. Yeah, take down these people. Are we really taking them down? Are we really taking the drug lords down? You right. know, we, we, we it, it, it's a circle. <clears throat> we make money off of that. Right? right? A lot of these private prisons, they get, they get their money. Mm-hmm. You know, and then taxpayers. I mean, it's just a big circle. Right. I mean, you get caught, you go to jail. Who who's paying for that? The American people. Right. Yeah, crazy. No, it is crazy. It's it's ridiculous. So I told myself, hey, let's just legalize everything, and just see what happens. Hmm. See what happens. See, we, uh, what was it in? I think it's Amsterdam. I know Amsterdam's weed's legal. Mm-hmm. I think psychedelics are legal. I think heroin's legal. Either there or Switzerland. Don't quote me on it. But there's a place where heroin's legal. There's a there's a den mm-hmm. you can go to get your fix. Right. It's a clinic. That's crazy. Well, I call them dens. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I've wanted. Right, right. And they you get your your daily injection of heroin. Mm-hmm. You go on with your day. Some people function great with it. Yeah. You know, just like some people function better with coffee mm-hmm. or better with uh, taking a pre-workout mm-hmm. or taking their daily vitamins. Right. Some people function better with heroin. But I don't know where the fine line is. You know, obviously over there, meth isn't legal. Right. You know, but that's a big problem. 
and that's one that would that, that tripped me out in oregon was meth like really yo i mean meth? like what the hell like yo i did not expect this to happen but it's gonna be interesting to see what happens but i'll tell you this mm-hmm. talking about the other day i said i'm starting to see less less homeless uh-huh hey you might think they're crazy but they're not one mm-hmm. of my buddies said that he saw a video mm-hmm. of homeless people jumping on trains and just traveling everywhere. Mm-hmm. They know which train to jump on. Mm-hmm. They jump on it. One dude was on top of the train. It was going, you know, mm-hmm. one of those speed trains. Mm-hmm. And he's on the top with his hands up mm-hmm. and going under tunnels. Right. These fools jumped. I think a lot of these homeless jumped on a train as soon as they found out, dude. And they're going to Oregon. Yep. <laughs> Have you been to Venice? Uh, No, not Venice. I've only been to... Um, I'm interested to go because Venice, dude, is covered. They're on mm-hmm. the beach. Mm-hmm. There's hundreds, if not thousands, of mm-hmm. homeless in Venice. Venice is turning to a shithole. I saw uh, YouTube Santa Monica, though. I mean, that's the only part, part wonder, I've ever been. I wonder but. if they all jumped on a train and took off to Oregon. I wonder if these homeless. Because that's the only reason why. Mm-hmm. Look, we have the shelters. Right. We have the programs. Mm-hmm. The problem is they don't want that. A lot of those people want to be in the streets because you go to those shelters and mm-hmm. uh, and those programs, you got to be clean. Mm-hmm. A lot of them don't. Right. But then there's also people that have mental problems too. That just not playing with the full deck. Right. Switching back to the store part. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Been for five years and... I know we didn't really talk much until later on down mm-hmm. the line mm-hmm. as we helped you out. We mm-hmm. spoke to you. Mm-hmm. Me and my associates, my manager, too. It was a good experience working at the UPS store. Live and you learn. Also, when you partake to do the management. Mm-hmm. Um, some decisions, you'll probably be like, yeah, I accomplished it. Well, I'm, I'm happy that mm-hmm. you took... Not just my advice, mm-hmm. but you, you've talked to other drivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Burkich is, is the driver whose route it is. Shout out to Mike who listens mm-hmm. to the podcast. And you would come up to me and tell me, you know, hey, I want to get a job at, at, at mm-hmm. UPS. Mm-hmm. Mike says he could get me in. And mm-hmm. and I was like, do it. Because I, I told you. I said, yeah. do you want – like, where are you going here with this? Right, exactly. When you go over, over to UPS, you're going right. to have a future there. Right. You're going to have an end game. Right. You know, and, and unless I'm, you plan on opening up your own UPS store. No, no. I mean, like, honestly, um, since my weekend job is no longer in effect since COVID shut us down, I was like, you know what? Screw it. What was your weekend job? Columbus College Swap Meet. Oh, that's right. Which one? Compton? Uh, no, in uh, Huntington Beach. Okay. Golden West. Oh, Golden West. It's okay, weekends. Yeah. But now, what since are you doing over there? Maintenance. Oh, really? Driving those carts around with dumpsters and the vendors throwing the trash in. Dude, we would sometimes find valuable stuff that's so crazy. Like, yo, you have the nerve to throw this away, but this is money. And later down the line, bam. What was it? Um, Electric football games, for example, is oh. one of them. The very, very first one. Um, What else? I remember... There was Wheaties, the collectible ones. If you didn't open one of them, for example, like Bruce Bruce Jenner, Mm -hmm. at that time when he was a guy, Mm -hmm. you'll probably get make big bucks out out of it. And we found a 
1942 Nazi dollar, like a quarter or money. Man, you're really digging in that trash, huh? Yeah, dude. The craziest shit you'll ever see. That's like finding a needle in a haystack. Yeah, I was like, holy shit, this could be actually money or something. Later was it? Well, it's not me, but it's my coworkers. My coworkers. Where coworkers. are they at now? Huh? Where are your coworkers at now? Still just lurking. 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 Still getting some hundred, hundred or two bucks at least. I tell them to go to UPS store. I mean, not UPS store. Tell them to go to upsjobs.com. Fuck it. Just tell them. Yeah, if any people are listening to this podcast and you're looking to get some seasonal work or you're looking for a job because of COVID, go to upsjobs.com and follow the instructions wherever you're living and where you listen to. If you, if you, if you just need, you, they got benefits. They got, they got you covered. 401k, become a union member, get a pension. You know, and this is a free plug I'm putting in for, for UPS. But for my, my listeners, if you know anybody that, that wants to be a helper and, or wants to work in the hub or just make that seasonal money, because there's no reason why we should go through this holiday season depressed and, and, and mopey and, and uncertain, you know. Come out and, and be a helper for a couple hours and, and get to see the people and get to – it's an experience. I've told every helper I've, that's been on car with me is you will remember this for the rest of your life. I was at San Diego Zoo Wild Animal Park. I did this program called the Roar and Snore. You would go you, – you get a pass mm-hmm. to this, the zoo, but at night they opened up a little section where you, you camp. Mm-hmm. And they had their their tents already made. I mean, mm-hmm. they're really nice, nice ones. You know, almost like cat little cabins. And it's called Roar and Snore, because you can hear the lions roaring, the the, the the giraffes and the birds and the monkeys. You're literally sleeping inside the park, and they even do a night tour. But anyways, they feed you. It's a big program, mm-hmm. and it's pretty cool. If you've never done it, do the Roar and Snore in San Diego Wild Animal Park. That's another plug. So, anyways, at night I'm having dinner. We have mm-hmm. dinner with with other guests that are there, right. their benches, and I was wearing my UPS jacket. Mm-hmm. And an old guy, an older man, he mm-hmm. had to be, he was in his mid eighties, sees me wearing the UPS jacket, and he's, we start conversation. Mm-hmm. At one point, he tells me that he was a helper when he was a little kid. Mm-hmm. When he was, a, he asked, "How old are you?" Like I was eighteen. He was a driver helper in Wisconsin. And he said mm-hmm. what he did was he would show up in the morning. Mm-hmm. They would meet at a diner. Mm-hmm. And it would be snowing hard. He would sit there with the driver. And they would have breakfast. Mm-hmm. They would hang out. They would have lunch. Hang out until the storm subsided. And mm-hmm. then they would go out and bust ass all day, all night, get it done, and then go home. But he said this to me, and I've been telling this to my helpers. He goes, it's something I will never forget. The experience alone was was mm. awesome, and so I tell my helpers, I go, "You will remember this for the rest of your life." Then you get to see what we do and and mm-hmm. what we do for the people, mm-hmm. and so people out there, if, if if you got nieces or nephews or cousins or brothers or sisters that want an experience mm-hmm. and get paid well for it, go to upsjobs.com. I know people are out there suffering, especially with COVID. Mm-hmm. A lot of people lost their jobs. UPS is hiring. We're overwhelmed. We need help, and it's it's. I recommend it if you if you're not working. You got a job there, right? Recently, now mm-hmm. now you're working there, and 
you just started how how was it the first month it was smooth it wasn't that bad as i expected i mean um i've experienced uh i mean once in a blue moon um my, my shifts like hard hard uh hard drops just by myself are you loading trucks loading trucks okay yeah and second month, um, that's when our center got taken to La Mirada, so. So they had to balance uh, workers such as either going to college, Tustin Center, or Huntington. I got stationed at Huntington. It was a tougher drop that I was, uh, I was in. Loading up trucks. The... The hard part about it, it was a diverter on drop one, two, three. I think it was a f- the f- second drop to the end mm-hmm. on pen 12. You'll get pack- big bulky packages and, the pack- and then the diverter, I guess it gets the packages that get caught along the diverter and then it causes a jam. Sometimes it, I would... Not even five seconds later, I would have still had to unjam the diverter. I was like, oh, crap. And I was like, oh. Well, overall, do you feel welcome there? Yeah, I do. Part of the team? Part of the team, yes. Working your way up? Yeah. Life is good? Yeah. Well, with the exception of trying to blow a couple fuses, but other than that, it's good, at least. Mm-hmm. You know, there's those days where you'll probably blow a fuse, and it's not your, te- it's not my intentions to be that way, but it's pretty much beyond our control and theirs well, as well. Uh, well, at this point, you're learning a life lesson. Mm-hmm. Right. We can be in control of our lives, mm-hmm. or your own personal life, but everything that happens around us isn't in our control. Right. I like the illusion how they think we're in control right but are we really are our votes really counting is our words really being heard or protest or is it getting worse i mean it's just these are questions I'm, I'm asking out loud you don't have to answer it i'm just speaking as it is because I, when i get people in here and i'm talking to people and i'm meeting new people mm-hmm. I'm seeing someone like me, dude, who, who look at, we didn't have it growing up. You, you went through some stuff. I know right. people, my family members have gone through things, but we're still moving forward and mm-hmm. we're still grinding. And, and you're, you being someone who's strong minded mm-hmm. and, and just works and never complains. I've never seen you complain. You just show up. You, you're a different breed. Me, I complain. I complain mm-hmm. all fucking day. I'm right. like, my lady says I'm a diva. But I've, I'm like, I was like you. I've, mm-hmm. I worked fucking hard, dude. Right. I right. worked hard. I hustled hard to get to where I was, to mm-hmm. where I am today. I've kind of just leveled out. Mm-hmm. Now. But I'm seeing the grind from you. You're working two jobs now. Yeah. Octo did the same thing. He went driving, and I, and he, I don't know what he's doing now. But like I seen him progress, and you're gonna progress to a point where next time. You might be on the show. When mm-hmm. you're on the show, you'll be a driver. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be at a, a different level. Mm-hmm. In this life, it's about leveling up. It's like a video game. Going to level up. You're going to level up. 
Mm-hmm. Right? You be on this podcast. Right. You were expecting two other people to be with you to to help you. And you came on your own. And I'm like, come on your own, man. We're going right. to do it. Yeah. You know, every, everyone is going to have their day. But you're going to remember this just like that old man who remember being yeah. a helper. Right. So what do you, what do you want to say to the people in closing, people that are listening from around the world? You know, um, just give me a sec. It's all right, man. All right. You know, do the best you can in life. I mean, you, you don't have to be perfect. Just keep trying to where you want it to be. If you fail, try again. Get back up on your knees and fight. Continue. And if you make it, good for you. But just don't ever stop. Don't sleep on it. Just the grind don't stop. That's all you got to say. Well, you do got a lot more followers on Instagram than I do. I mean, actually, I saw that the other day. I was like, damn, he's got, actually got a lot of followers. I was like, oh, Actually, shit. they're just memes. <laughs> I mean, I follow no, a lot. No, people that follow you. Oh, yeah. Well, main, mainly they're just memes stuff. Just memes in that general. That follow you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I need somebody to do my social media. I need to get – I got more listeners than I do followers. Mm-hmm. And also and like – Social media is – you know, I use it as a tool to promote my mm-hmm. podcast. Right. But a lot of my people <clears throat> that listen to my podcast are people that I've talked to mm-hmm. or people that have been on the show. Right. That's why I, I switched routes because I'm right. on this route now because I'm mm-hmm. able to promote my podcast that way. It's mainly memes or maybe fitness. Well, because last year – because like last year I took a journey of like losing weight at one point and lost a lot of weight until now since COVID struck in. Uh, everybody's got that yeah. quarantine thick. Yeah, I was like, yeah. yeah, I'm quarantine thick now, bro. It's all good. Yep. No, I know. I, I, everyone. There's some people mm-hmm. that that got into shape. Mm-hmm. I look at it, look at it as that. Oh, it's the end of the world. Let me just gain weight because there's gonna be a time where I'm not gonna eat right. it at all. So I need I need to bulk up. Right, like right. Bears do. Right, uh, but some people took time to, to exercise, and you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's better than a lot of pe- other people who mm-hmm. committed suicide or yeah, became dude. alcoholics yeah. or drug addicts. And that I don't want person part- doing cocaine all, all day long. You know, also no, screwed. I know one person that's doing, like, I wish I was there for this person, but she kind of went wrong. Like, alcoholism kind of took a toll on her. And she's on a rough spot. She recently got out of rehab, but the next thing you know, after that, bam, she went back to her own ways. It's it's it hard. just sucks. It just sucks, and it's 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 ugly, dude. Yeah. I was I was addicted, dude. I was addicted to oxycodone, mm-hmm. and it took a toll on me. And I, I got better. I got on medication, but I had to kick this medication out of there. And that took that took a toll on me, but you ha- it, it's from my experience is you have to be ready mm-hmm. mentally and physically. And the difference between me and someone not breaking it right. is the willpower, mm-hmm. like how I talked about earlier that yeah. I worked my ass off to get to where I am today. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. You're gonna go through it. I'm mm-hmm. still going through it. I still have you know phys- physical ailments mm-hmm. or or emotional breakdowns right. because of the drug abuse i put in, my, in myself mm-hmm. for so many years you got to just keep going and know that every day is going to get you're going you're not going to have 
good days every day you're gonna have good days and bad days and i had that's one thing i had to get used to mm-hmm. and that's one thing people can't get used to is not every day is going to be a party right not every day is a celebration there's going to be days you wake up and you just don't feel it right but you still got to go to work right and you still got to go do this and you got to go do that and you got to pay so, bills and everything yeah yeah but there'll be the next day where you wake up and you feel good you feel great right i had to get used to that again because I was so used to every day being a party. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn that. Because right. right away you're like, oh, I'm feeling down. I'm not going to work. Right. You know, I'm going to go you know, drink. I'm going to hang out and, mm-hmm. and make myself feel good. I realize now when I do feel like that, mm-hmm. go to work. Because by the time I'm done with my shift and I go home, I'm in a way better mood than I was in the morning. And that's mm-hmm. when I realized like, I'm not a morning guy. I'm so bad in the mornings. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, I don't really wake up till about two or three. Right. Mentally. I'm physically working, mm-hmm. but I'm still half asleep until about two or three. My brain starts working. Everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Everyone's different, but yeah, you got to keep going. And then people who never change and, and they get overdoses or they, they're on drugs for the rest of their lives is, I don't know what it is, man. You know, mental toughness. Can you build that mental toughness? Do they have the ability to beat it? Mm-hmm. I mean, every every man and woman has their story. Every man, woman has their story, man. Mm-hmm. Has their their view of this world. Well, tell the people how they can get a hold of you if they got any questions about, uh, you know, anything. You know, because people are gonna follow you after the podcast. You're gonna you're gonna. Become real famous. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, just now I'm a good person, hardworking, and, you know, if you what's need your, advice. What's your Instagram? Erky30, Erky underscore 32. Erky, so that's E R I. E R K I. E R K I underscore 32. 32. And I got that name was uh, back at college. There was one, there's uh, one of my colleagues. In my math class, I'm like, hey, uh, let's just switch numbers and everything. I'm like, all right, cool. So gave her my number, and she got my number, and we both texted, hey, it's Eric. And she goes like, hey, it's Erky. I'm like, what? Oh, it says Erky. I'm like, what? Erky? I'm like, oh, shit, my bad. So it was supposed to be Eric, but then I got the name Erky because I accidentally put Erky instead of Eric. So that's how I got the name, one of my colleagues. Yeah. But it's okay, man. Yeah. Uh, I want to. I'm honored to have you here. I'm honored to be Yeah, this, I'm honored to as well, yeah, man. Yeah, the, this podcast. <laughs> Thank you for having me on your podcast, no, man. No, man. Any anytime, man. I, yeah. I look at it, it, it's hard to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. I got new people coming in mm-hmm. pretty soon, and I only get to speak with you for <clears> a couple of minutes, right? At work, but uh, I'm happy for you, man. I'm happy yeah. how. Also, keep in mind, you know how peak season's coming up. I told this to my people, my associates, my mm-hmm. workers. We're going to have a Christmas dinner. And All right. Where's it going to be at? Well, we're still deciding, and they have till the 12th, the 19th on December, which is on a Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Gonna... I can do Saturdays. Okay. I think Friday I, I get one together, too, for mm-hmm. the... For my drivers, mm-hmm. for my homies out of my center, we we, we do something, but it's usually so, yeah. on a Friday night. So, so um, yeah, Saturday, yeah. Saturday the nineteenth. We'll we'll let you, we'll keep you posted wherever. Yeah, I'll go. You know, yeah, I'll invite I'll you and uh, Duddy. Yeah, yeah, Duddy's yeah. coming on the show in a couple of weeks. Oh, yo, yeah, really? Yeah, that's gonna be good. Well, he came on 
I think it was like episode seven he came on. Oh shit! And he hasn't been on since. And he actually has some good some good reviews. And mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, you know, perhaps. yeah, uh, yeah. Just uh, I'll keep. I'll invite you to dinner since you take care of us. We take care of you, and yeah. Well, that's know. how it's supposed to work, man. Everybody's yeah. supposed to look out for each other, man. Yeah. Once again, I want to thank you for coming to the show, my friend Eric Sanchez. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into this podcast. I want to thank you guys. Like I said, every podcast, you don't know what you're going to get. I don't know what I'm going to get, but I'm happy that I'm here and I'm able to podcast and keep you guys encouraged and keep you guys informed of what's going on. I'm not the smartest man in the world. I'm not the brightest man, but I'm going to sit here and speak from my heart. I love you guys. Be good to one another. I'll see you next week. And I'm out.